Hi there. Welcome. I'm Lee Preston, pastor and director of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We appreciate you listening in. We are a ministry for healing and counseling. We also have a Shabbat service, a, a church service on our second and fourth Saturdays of every month. We have it here at our retreat house called the Agape Dome. We're in South Texas. Um, God led us, a, a, well, it's been several years ago he led us to start a church here. It's taken us a little bit to get going. Sometimes my wife Shay and I, we get discouraged and we fall back for a little bit and we feel like, okay, it's not working the way we would have liked it. And then we hear God say, keep pressing forward, keep walking. And so we've started it up again, and this time we aren't, we aren't stopping, so we're going to keep going. Uh, we believe God is calling us to help set the captive free, to reach out to those who don't know Jesus. You know, there's a lot of churches in this world right now who, who already meet the need of the Christian, and we do as well. We want to help set the captive free, as well as struggling Christians. You know, we can be a Christian and still struggle. We can be a Christian and still have besetting sin, sin that we can't get rid of. Some people are confused by that. Some people think, well, if, if I were truly a Christian or if I had truly come to know Jesus, then I wouldn't be struggling still. So that is not our complete focus, is not on those who already know Jesus, it's to try to help those who don't know him or are caught in sin that they can't get out of. But we absolutely want to equip the saints, and so all of those things are part of our hope and our vision. And that's why we do what we do. Uh, we love helping people find freedom because we found freedom. I was saved at the age of eight years old. I used to question that. I was one of those people who went up every Sunday to try and rededicate my life to Jesus or to figure out why I couldn't get free from sin. My particular sin area was homosexuality. Um, in this world we live in today, that's a confusing sin, at least one of the bigger confusing sins, because some people believe they're born gay. That was something that never settled into my heart. I felt like I always knew that the Lord was telling me that this is not my best for you. It's a sin. It is something that I want to help set you free from. But I couldn't get free. I was bound up in it for, for many years. But what I think is important is knowing freedom. And so that is what our ministry wants to do, what Shadow of His Wings ministry wants to do is to help set the captive free, is to take those struggling in the bondage of sin to places of freedom, and to help either those who don't know Jesus to know the one true saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ, or to help equip the saints who are already struggling to know him more, to know him on a deeper level, to help find him. He is always willing to be found. If you seek him, you will find him if you seek him with your whole heart. So freedom is an interesting, at least in my opinion, it's become an interesting topic because, you know, the Bible speaks a lot about living in freedom and what that looks like. Um, 
I love the verse in John 8, 36 that says, When the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. When the Son, Jesus Christ, sets you free, you are free indeed. Oh, but wait a minute. What does that mean? How do I know I'm free? I struggled with sin yesterday. Does that mean I'm free? What happens? What if I'm not free? I still struggle with a sin. Maybe that means I'm not free. Those are all questions that people ask themselves as they still struggle. And I did as well. I believe I have found freedom. I have found freedom from homosexuality. It doesn't mean I don't still struggle with other sins in my life. Sin is part of the fleshly nature that we live in. And so that is something that we may struggle with for the day, for all the days of our life until we are in the presence of the Lord or until he returns. So living in the struggle of sin is not what we're talking about today. It's living in the freedom from a sin area. So those the sun sets free, as it says in John 8, 36, those the sun sets free are free indeed, is a faith statement. It's a place where Jesus says, I have come to set you free. When you come to know me as your living Savior, as the Savior who sacrificed himself so that you might live, then you have begun to take on freedom. And that's a, a place of, of a wonderful acceptance of faith. And it's something we live in every day. We want to say, hey, I, I've I'm free today. I'm going to live in my freedom today. I'm going to trust that you have come to set me free, and I'm living in that freedom today. doesn't mean that we won't still feel tempted. It doesn't mean that we won't still feel some temptations. You know, temptation is not sin. The Bible says that we will be tempted, but God will offer us a way out. So temptation is not sin. Seeing the temptation, acknowledging that, oh, I'm walking into something here I shouldn't be walking into, and walking out of that and going, I'm not going there. That's not for me. That's not what God has for me is important because that is overcoming temptation. And I believe there's a celebration in heaven when, when, a, when a believer overcomes temptation. Because what that means is we have resisted the devil and he will flee from us. I think there's a truth in living in our freedom. I think it is also important in Galatians 5.1, I'm going to read it to you. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. See, when we're free and yet we're tempted and maybe we struggle and fall into sin, we're not meant to take back up the yoke that says, ah, see, I'm never going to be free. This is just who I am. That is what is so important about understanding when we take on an identity of sin. That's why I, I don't believe in gay. I don't believe in ex-gay. I don't believe in those things because we're neither of those things. I also don't believe in once an addict, always an addict. I realize that that is what a lot of 12-step folks and a lot of folks who live in that particular world believe is that once you're an addict, always an addict. But I would say I was once addicted to sin, 
a particular sin of homosexuality, a particular sin of pornography, but I have overcome that addictive sin by the blood of the Lamb, and, and, and by that blood I have been set free. When you live in that freedom, you take on the identity of freedom. You now say, for when Jesus has set you free, you are free indeed. So there's no more doubt. There's not a door there that says, ah, you know what? I might go through that again and say that I'm not free. You live in that freedom. You become free. You, you find freedom. You find moments where it gets better and better. And over the, par over the process of my of my freedom, I found that each new step led to a different place of freedom. It got better and better. That's why I don't, I don't uh, go along anymore with the words of being an ex-gay or being an ex-gay ministry because the, you can't be ex from something that was never there. You can't be ex from a sin that was not ever meant to be labeled. It was meant to always just be sin. Sin is sin. You're either free from sin or you struggle in sin, but you're not X from it. What I think is true about that is living in the freedom and the new identity. So many folks I find who struggle in any kind of besetting sin, they get free from the actual sin and then they take up an identity of being the X of that, either ex-gay or a or once an addict, always an addict. You know, it's it's trying to realize that my identity is in the freedom of the Lord Jesus Christ and no other. And you might say, well, that sounds awfully easily, but, but you know, I still sometimes feel the addictive sin pulling on me, or I still feel that re, re besetting sin wanting to pull me back. And it's like, well, sure. That can happen because if you get back into those old places where those tendrils start to kind of try to wrap themselves around you, then sure, you can you can easily get re-entangled. That's what that verse is talking about. Don't go back to the slavery of sin. Step away from that. If you struggle, if you fall, get up, move away. Know that once you fall, yeah, the old feeling might still be there. It might come back that, well, this is just who you are. Or, you know, like in the areas of lust, once lust has had, have, has been starved, it will start to die out. But if you feed it even a small morsel, it starts to try to come back again. Don't go back to the slavery or the yoke of that sin. Remember that God has set you free. Freedom, I can tell you, tastes better than any sin I've ever had. I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't say that I'm sinless. I say, <coughs> excuse me, I say that overcoming sexual sin has been a wonderful moment of freedom. It doesn't, it doesn't plague my life anymore. I don't struggle in it anymore. What's beautiful about that is there are still places of other sin that now that I've walked through that, I can now know, like maybe eating too much chocolate cake, you know, gluttony, or sometimes having thoughts of being angry at people or holding resentments in my heart. Those are sins that God still wants to heal. But when it's a besetting sin that you have not been able to get rid of because of a woundedness, you see, most of our sin can be found in a stronghold of a wound. We've been wounded, a stronghold gets developed, and then before you know it, you're trapped in that stronghold because in that stronghold is where Satan begins to place lies in your heart.
this is who you really are. You'll never be free. This is what you want to do. This is what you do to feel better. This is what you do to, to not feel the pain of your past. All those things are hurtful and partial truths that get wrapped into the stronghold that then makes it difficult to get rid of. I worked with someone yesterday who said, I just don't know how to completely be free. But as we began to talk, we began to look back over his life and we could see moments where it used to be really big. Now, then it got to be more of a medium and then it got to be more small. And so he could see that over the time that he began to deal with the pain that caused his addictive sin, he began to realize that it has gotten better. Jesus does show up. He does set us free. Sometimes it takes a while to break free the chains that so easily wrap themselves around our ankles and our wrists. You know, a prison cell can actually begin to feel like home. So there are broken places in all of our sin that can feel like home. And so Jesus has to break those beliefs that have said, this is my comfortable place. I used to call my sin my best friend because sometimes I didn't have friends. Sometimes I didn't have anyone who wanted to be close to me. I had, I had friends, but not close friends. And so in those moments, I would say, That's, this is my best friend, this sin, this pornography or masturbation or these things that I couldn't get free from. Those are my, that's my friend. I, I can't give that up because if I give that up, what will I have? So it takes a while to replace those lies with truth. Even when I got into a relationship in the gay world and I began to think, well, maybe this is what I am. It was harder to come out of that because it was like, well, what if I have nothing when I leave here? But Jesus is called the hound of heaven for a reason. He does not give up. He keeps reminding us, I will set you free. Sometimes people call it white knuckling. They hang on for dear life and they just hang on and hope that they don't sin today. That's a, a, that's a part of the process of freedom, but it doesn't last forever. I, I promise you the white knuckling is gone. Because when you begin to live in freedom, you begin to realize that the free place feels so much better than the place of bondage. So that's why it's so sad. And it's not a, a hate thing. It's a sad thing. When someone says, I was born gay, it just breaks my heart because that's them living in the identity of sin. Or someone says, I'm just an addict. I can't, I'm always going to be an alcoholic. I don't have to be. I can live in freedom. You know, we don't tell someone who's addicted to pornography that I, I was just born a pornographer. <laughs> we don't do that. Or an adulterous person, a person who cheats on his wife or a wife that cheats on her husband. We don't go, well, I was just born as an adulterer. No, we call it sin. It's when we take on that identity that, man, it makes it hard to get free from. There's freedom and then there's the identity of sin. When we name ourselves our sin. It's very hard to step out of that because we begin to believe that is who we are. And that's what Jesus showed me is that the tendrils of that of those sins, especially homosexuality, it begins to wrap around a person's identity until they believe this is who I am. 
And then what we've seen in those trying to get free, sometimes they get wrapped in the identity of the ex-gay world. And it's like, okay, so you just exchanged one identity for another one instead of taking on the one true identity, which is I am a son of the living God. I am a daughter of the living God. I am no longer gay or ex-gay. I am free to be the person God made me to be. I am just Lee, a son of the living God. You are a son or daughter of the living God. Don't take on the identity of something that's not yours. When we live under any other identity except the creation of a living God, saved by his son, Jesus Christ, it's much harder to break free from that sin. It's very much the same for alcoholics or drug addicts or anybody who takes on the sin identity and says, this is who I am. It takes a while, but Jesus will break off that identity. You know, it becomes something we don't know how to get rid of because we have accepted it that it is who I am. We will sit beneath the table of the king and eat the crumbs off the floor because it's what we think we're worth until we realize this is not who I am. I am a son of the living God. And God says, then come sit next to me at my table and feast. No longer eat on the floor. Don't eat the crumbs of what you think you're worth. Sit in the identity of who you are, which is a son of the king, with all the rights and inheritances and privileges of the kingdom. You cannot be a prince of the living king if you still believe your, your sin. Let go of the identity of sin today. Remember that those the sun sets free are free. Even if you don't feel free today, thank you, Lord, that I am free. I may not feel it today, but I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to know that I'm free. I'm going to live in my freedom. I may have failed yesterday, but I get right back up. I don't go all the way back to the starting line. I get right back up and I say, I am free today. Live in your freedom. Before you know it, you'll taste what real freedom is, which is it no longer grabs onto you. It doesn't take you away. You can look at it and go, that's not for me. It's a beautiful place. That's not for me. I trust in the Lord God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I will trust that he has given me a new life of freedom. And once you get there, you don't go back. It's good to not go back. It's also good to take that same mentality and confront each new sin, any sin area of your life, whether it's gluttony or whether it's just a, a harsh heart or a bitterness, whether it's a feeling that, that of never being enough or a, a sin of envy, a sin of jealousy, whatever. The, the flesh is always reaching over to grab something out of our own pain. When we overcome sin, we begin to see who God really says we are. And those sins start to fall away. Live in your freedom today. Claim it. Work in it. Don't surrender to an identity that's not yours. Do not live in the identity of sin because those who the Son sets free are free indeed. I hope this has been helpful for you today. If it has, please go to our website, www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Look around. Check out other podcasts. We are a donation-supported ministry. We appreciate anything to help us continue to do the work that we do. 
Because we do want others to know the freedom of Jesus, we also want to help those who don't know him to come to know him. And we also want to help equip the saints to know him deeper. It is our goal to help each, each of you to go to a deeper relationship with Jesus, and we keep pressing forward to a deeper one with him as well. Blessings to you. Thank you for listening in today. God bless you. I hope you have a great afternoon and keep living in the freedom God 